Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown and beyond. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Friday, June 23rd. Congratulations. You made it. Give yourself a pat on the back. Six minutes after nine, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Well, we start off the show with more of a somber note. The Titanic 5, it's being reported, died instantly when their craft suffered a catastrophic implosion 1,600 feet from the bow of the Titanic. The Coast Guard has found multiple parts of the destroyed submersible. They're not going to say if any bodies can be recovered because there probably aren't bodies to be found. Uh, Yes, and we decided to lead with this. Many of you are saying, uh, when are we going to talk about me getting kicked out of the Brownsburg Town Council meeting last night for having the audacity to ask how something gets on the agenda? That was totally unbelievable. We will give you the whole details coming up here in just a little bit, but this is uh, way more important than that. And obviously, look, this was, I think, I think this was what people expected from the moment this ship went missing, certainly after it was a day or two in, and even if they were able to find the ship, would they be able to get it back to surface? I will say this, and I don't in, in any way mean this to sound morbid. This was pro- If they were not going to survive, this, this was the best result yeah. because it appears it was an instantaneous death and that they didn't eat, nobody had any idea, whatever, that anything happened. There was no suffering going on in the submersible. Right. As you said. Uh, it's also being reported that the Navy detected what they suspected may have been an implosion within hours of it descending into the ocean. You know, they lost contact with the mothership about an hour and 45 minutes into the mission on Sunday morning. And now the Navy has come out and said, yeah, we have this top secret acoustic detection system. They picked up sounds that were consistent with either an explosion or an implosion near where the Titan was found on Thursday. The interesting part about this is that the Navy did not come out and say this until after the U.S. Coast Guard came out and said, yeah, there was catastrophic loss of the pressure chamber. So here is Rear Admiral John Mogger explaining what happened with the ship. This morning, an ROV or remote operated vehicle from the vessel Horizon Arctic discovered the tail cone of the Titan submersible approximately 1,600 feet from the bow of the Titanic on the seafloor. The ROV subsequently found additional debris. In consultation with experts from within the Unified Command, the debris is consistent with the catastrophic loss of the pressure chamber. Upon this determination, we immediately notified the families. On behalf of the United States Coast Guard and the entire Unified Command, I offer my deepest condolences to the families. I can only imagine what this has been like for them And I hope that this discovery provides some solace 
during this difficult time. Okay. All right. So, and this is the back and forth on this, right? Obviously, five people perished. That is terrible. However, there is a difference when you say something like, you know, acts of great adventure is not even the right word, but great great risk when it is hey man is going to the moon because we need to we need to know what's up there we need to you know it obviously it forever altered civilization right and how and how we consume information and satellites and i mean all these things you know and so that is different like say when the challenger exploded rather than these people willfully went down there on a highly dangerous Venture. It is any loss of life is tragic, but yet we, and we talked about this the other day. But if you willfully go and engage in a high risk adventure, not for humanity, not for the betterment of society, but for your own thrill seeking, don't we? Shouldn't we view that differently because you willfully took? that risk and paid an exorbitant amount of money to be able to take it it's the difference between exploration and tourism yeah you're right that's a great way to put it and now you said willfully there is a report from the huff uh, huff post that the teenager that was in that submersible he was the son of one of the four adult men who were in the submersible he didn't want to go they're saying that he was terrified but agreed to dive and go for his father on father's day as a gift so I've said this before. Look, I've said this before, Casey, and I'm going to say it again. Leave it alone. My wife and I were talking about this last night. There is nothing down there now. Like the original exploration. Okay, maybe I can understand that because it was one of the most historic events, certainly in the 20th century. And there may have been as a tribute to those people or helping history learn and understand so that maybe future shipping endeavors don't meet the same fate. Okay, we're going down there. We're going to see, we're going to learn, we're going to educate ourselves. We now, there's nothing about the Titanic we don't know now. There's I mean, uh, That is of, of relevance to human history or society or whatever. Could there be little intricacies you learn by going down there in future endeavors? Maybe. But this is now, as you said, tourism. Mm-hmm. It's a sightseeing expedition. Leave it alone. Yeah. Let those people be and just leave it alone. A gajillion people have been down there a gajillion times and just let it go. Maybe this is in some weird way their way of saying, leave us alone. Right. We don't want this to be a tourist spot. Well, the tributes are pouring in and the families have released a statement. They say, please continue to keep the departed souls of our family in your prayers during this difficult period of mourning. And regardless of how much money you have in your bank account, a loss of a loved one is still a loss of a loved one. And people on the Internet, boy. They are just being yeah, mean. It, it, do mean, not mean, mean. Do, I mean, I am. Uh, Kevin and I were talking about this before the show. I'm amazed at the people who otherwise I've known to seem to be very reasonable, nice people who are sharing like Titanic memes mm-hmm. and things like that. Look, these people died. People are without fathers. They're without brothers. They're without siblings. They're, you know, whether it was ridiculously stupid to engage in this sort of meaningless, dangerous mission or not people still died the titanic on the titanic people died and that's not cute and it's not funny and 
I would say treat these people the way you would want to be treated when you perish. Again, do I think it's ridiculously stupid to engage in this sort of risky behavior needlessly and to disrupt these people? Yes, but I don't want anyone to die. I don't find anything funny about it. People are hurting. Uh, James Cameron, mm-hmm. as weird as it sounds, had, you know, he, of course, did the Titanic movie. Yeah. He went down there and saw the thing to do the Titanic movie. And uh, he expressed great concern about the voyage. And I thought he had a pretty interesting take comparing what happened there to what happened on the actual Titanic. You know, this is a mature art, and many people in the community were very concerned about this sub. And a number of, of uh, you know, of the top players in the, in the uh, deep submergence engineering community even wrote letters to the company saying that what they were doing was too experimental to carry passengers and that needed to be certified and, and so on. So I'm, I'm struck by the similarity of the Titanic disaster itself where the captain was repeatedly warned about ice ahead of his ship, and yet he steamed at full speed into an ice field on a moonless night, and many people died as a result. And for a very similar tragedy where warnings went unheeded to take place at the same exact site, with all the diving that's going on all around the world, uh, I, I think it's just astonishing. It's really quite surreal. There's no regulation for any of this, but I bet there will be soon. Yeah, this is just horrific and terrible. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, yes, yes, yes. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to get into me. What happened to you last night? Unbelievably being kicked out of the Brownsburg Town Council meeting, the totally, totally just out of control council president, very angry that I asked how something gets on the agenda. And of course, then returning and the police were involved and they were very supportive of me and the crowd erupted. It was like something out of a Hoosiers movie. Uh, We'll get to that. Mm -hmm. But when we come back, there's now new information on Jim Lucas. Mm -hmm. And apparently... Not the first time. We'll tell you about it coming up. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. You have now seen the video. I've seen the video. Of me getting kicked out. I'm so proud of you. You were calm, cool, and collected. (laughs) You have now seen the video Mm -hmm. of that unhinged council president kicking me out of the meeting last night. Yeah. Because I had the audacity. To ask a question. Yeah, how does this make it on the agenda? You, council president, Mm -hmm. have thoroughly embarrassed our town. Mm -hmm. You almost cost us a huge amount of money. And apparently you were so wrong, you took it off the agenda. So how does something get on the agenda? And he threw me out of the meeting. Yep. So we'll t- we'll go into detail a little bit coming up, but I wanted you to see the video, yeah. which is now available first. I can't believe that they put it online so quickly. It, it, kudos to them. I mean, it's a it's just a huge embarrassment for the town of Brownsburg. But I wanted, before we get into it a little bit, for you to see the video. And it 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 is is it or is it not as ridiculous as I described to you? Um, it's 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 pretty it's pretty ridiculous. All right. <laughs> 
The cops were involved. The cops were sending me back up. It was uh, it was a wild night at the. Uh, I was concerned seat. about you because you texted me afterwards and said I just got kicked out of this meeting by the cops, and I thought, <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> the, the Brownsburg Town Council President. Um, had you it, removed? Yes, because I had the audacity to ask a question of how something gets on the agenda. Okay, well, we're going to play the audio coming yeah, up. The, the audio is up. We'll play it for people. Uh, and uh, this is your government. Government all across this country is completely out of control. You have power-hungry lunatics in towns and cities and states at the federal government. And we're going to put it on full display. And we're going to name names. Because you know what? I now know how angry I make that guy. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> he wanted I, you out of there. And the best part was his colleagues looking at him like, you moron. Mr. Kendall. <laughs> so we'll get to that in a moment. But hey, Jim Lucas is back in the news. Okay, so this was an article that was published in The Republic, right? And in it, it says that Jim Lucas pled guilty in 1988 to an OWI. So this is fascinating because when Lucas... So Jim Lucas, of course, if you're not aware, I don't know how you'd not be aware, but if you're not aware, he pled guilty recently earlier this month misdemeanor charges of operating a vehicle while intoxicated leaving the scene of an accident and also pled guilty uh to owi yeah so he he then sprinted over to hammer and nigel and i mean within like an hour of him doing this guilty plea he couldn't wait to get on with hammer and nigel and that interview i mean is it is it safe to say, as now we've had a week to digest, that that was a total train wreck? I'm mean, not by them, mm-hmm. but by him. Yeah. I mean, he said, "I'm going to keep drinking." Yeah. He was totally dismissive of this. He, he called it a hiccup. Yeah. I mean, he he basically tried to make this was a one off. The drinking is not the problem. It was my judgment to get behind the wheel of an automobile. Well, now, mm-hmm. which again, he clearly knew he had done this before. The Republic has revealed that in 1988. He entered a guilty plea in the former North Vernon City Court to a charge of operating a vehicle while intoxicated. And uh, it's a long article. And again, you can you can just Google the Republic, Jim Lucas. You know, it'll pop up. You can read it for yourself if you want. But what stood out to me, Casey, mm-hmm. is the Republic contacts him. Because the, I think the only reason the Republic even knew about this, because there was some weird way that he pled guilty to this, that it didn't show up on his... Record. It wasn't entered as a conviction. The court never entered a judgment. Right. Even though Therefore, he, there was no conviction. He did it. He paid the fine. and I mean, he pled guilty. So it's a very weird, almost like a loophole by which he did it. He admitted he did it. He paid things associated with it. Uh, he paid and, a $500 fine back then. Yeah. Court costs totaling $303. And he, so the, it appears the only reason the Republic had this is they printed it in their newspaper at the time. And clearly they were tipped off by somebody, hey, this happened. And then they went back in their in their records. And looked, yeah. And looked, and he was there. And so they contacted Jim, and this is in the story, and this is, uh, uh, you know, unbelievable. They contact Jim Lucas about this and said, hey, there's this same guy, the same age as you, area you lived, 1988. Mm-hmm. Is this you? And he got super combative with them, according to, to their report, for them even asking, you know, is this you? Yeah, he said this is a witch hunt by the Republic, and the Republic is obviously desperate to make themselves newsworthy. And the only thing you guys are doing is showing your true colors by continuing on this path. This is pathetic gutter journalism. And that is so, this is relevant, Casey, because it's so similar to the social media responses he would make to me, sometimes very late in the evening, for asking him, 
hey, what's the plan with property taxes that you said you had? Mm-hmm. And it was the shock jock and you're here for ratings. And But it is a reoccurring theme now of any time this guy gets challenged, it's always someone else's fault. And it is a complete refusal to accept responsibility. And very clearly now, this is not a one-off. Because he's done it before. He has done it before. And he did, he went on to say, I'd like for you guys to discover some morality a little bit. So it's not his problem. It's their problem. It's the newspaper's problem that they're publishing it. He said, you're jumping on hearsay and rumors. And you're trying to make a front page story out of hearsay and rumors. Well, it's not rumors if there's documentation of it. I just... Again, and, and the, the relevancy here is not whether the guy needs help. He very clearly does, and I hope he does, and let's pray for him to get the help that he needs. But this is a guy who is making decisions for 7 million people. Our money pays him to make the decisions. We've made that very clear. Our money will pay for his payment of the the fines he will incur for running through that barricade on 65. The $4,000 plus we're paying dollars. For, we're paying for that because we pay his salary. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so... You now have a guy who did this before, and at no point, even when he went on with Hammer and Nigel. Did he mention it? Yeah, it wouldn't be one thing to say, oh, well, I couldn't do it because of the criminal proceedings. Well, you went on Hammer and Nigel, and for you to be, you know you did it. You know you've done it before, so you know it's clearly not a one-off. And this person with this judgment, and then anytime he gets challenged on something, not even challenged, it's, hey, is this you? That's not challenging. It's me asking, hey, what's the plan on property taxes that you said exists? He just flies off the handle on people who are simply asking questions related to him that he has brought upon himself as a state representative. And yet the Republicans apparently are not going to do anything to him. He's not going to get censured out of this for the second time he's done this. And he'll get to keep making decisions for us, mm-hmm. this guy with this clearly terrible decision making and total lack of self-control is going to keep making decisions for us. That is who's running this state. These are the people that are making decisions for us, and that sucks, Casey. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hunter Biden text says, Dad was in the room. What do you say when you're texting someone? Parent over shoulder, POS? Okay. Oh, he is a POS. POS, parent over shoulder. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. He's a POS. Yeah, so there's there's this text that uh, came out that says Joe Biden was in the room when Hunter Biden demanded cash from a Chinese oligarch. He said, I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. And this was all revealed from some IRS whistleblowers that came out yesterday. Uh, But at this point, it's like, it is obviously a news story because it is involves the son of the president of the United States appearing to acknowledge that his dad is in the room with him as he is talking to a Chinese oligarch and involving his dad in the text message. His dad is cited in the text message. But this isn't news in the sense of, oh my gosh, breaking news. We've already known this. (laughs) It's just another example. Of lying? And of something we've already known, which is Joe Biden was in cahoots with his with his son. Mm-hmm. And the premise was that Hunter Biden was the conduit of 
vote, you know, money for access, money for power, money for influence. I was told that Joe Biden had never spoken to his son about his overseas business. What? In fact, in fact, I believe we have audio of that. Kevin, can you pull up G for us so that we can play it for everybody? Here's Joe Biden saying he doesn't know what we're talking about. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. And so how do you know? know? Here's what I know. I know Trump deserves to be investigated. He is violating every basic norm of a president. You should be asking him the question, why is he on the phone with a foreign leader? trying to intimidate a foreign leader, if that's what happened. That appears what happened. You should be looking at Trump. Trump's doing this because he knows I'll beat him like a drum. And he's using the abuse of power and every element of the, the presidency to try to do something to smear me. Everybody looked at this, and everybody's looked at it and said there's nothing there. Ask the right question. Okay, so that's going back to 2019. And do you like the way he deflected? Completely deflected. Except Trump was asking about the thing that now appears was 100% true, which is, again, pay for influence in the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this whole thing, it's got a code name, by the way, Sportsman. Sportsman was opened in November of 2018. It was an offshoot of an IRS investigation and... This is where, I mean, it's it's got everything. The IRS was investigating a foreign-based amateur online pornography platform. What? When Hunter Biden's name was thrown in there. <laughs> I'm so shocked. All right, Casey. So this whole thing, this whole investigation, this, these charges, I mean, that were just a complete joke. Uh, it is just the most blatant, brazen example of the Department of Justice weaponizing itself against Trump separately. Well, I mean, they're they're connected, but weaponizing itself against Trump and using its power and influence to ensure that Hunter Biden does not do jail time. So Jason Smith, he is the chair of the Ways and Means in the House, uh, had a press conference. Now, this clip is a little longer than what we normally play. And I, like, I was going through this clip and I was thinking, okay, where do I stop it? And every time I wanted to stop it, he said something else that was just as good and as important as the thing before. So this clip is a little longer than what we normally play, but you absolutely have to sit through all of it because, wow. Whistleblowers claim the Biden Department of Justice is intervening and overstepping when it comes to the investigation of the president's son. Despite what whistleblowers described as a clear-cut case for tax liability on these payments, IRS investigators say they found themselves hamstrung internally. The testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence, recurring unjustified delays, unusual actions outside the normal course of any investigation, a lack of transparency across the investigation and prosecution teams, and bullying and threats from the defense counsel. This was a campaign of delay, divulge, and deny. Whistleblowers say reoccurring unjustified delays pervaded the investigation, including an authenticating a WhatsApp message in which Hunter Biden demands 
payment from Chinese officials noting that his father is in the room. The whistleblowers revealed IRS investigators were told by U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf that because the evidence would be found in the guest house of former Vice President Biden, quote, there is no way, close quotes, a search warrant for evidence would ever get approved. IRS whistleblowers told this committee that crucial information about the investigation was divulged to Hunter Biden's attorneys. For example, even an investigator, investigators had probable cause to search a Northern Virginia storage unit in which Hunter Biden had stored files. Attorneys for Biden were made aware prior to any search, providing them valuable time to remove any materials that could be useful evidence. Few Americans qualify for such soft glove treatment from federal investigators. Testimony shows that U.S. Attorney of Delaware David Weiss tried to bring charges in the District of Columbia around March of 2022 and was denied. Weiss sought special counsel status from the DOJ in the spring of 2022 and was once again denied. Weiss sought to bring charges in the Central District of California in the fall of 2022 and had that request denied in January of 2023. Denied. Just pretty much runs the gauntlet of Mm -hmm. ways in which the Department of Justice has interfered to ensure that Joe Biden and his son Hunter Uh, had every advantage possible to avoid prosecution or escape jail time. Okay, so the Justice Department, they came out with a statement after these allegations, and they said that Weiss had full authority over the matter, including responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges as he deems appropriate. But clearly, as we just heard, no, he didn't. He was denied, denied, denied. Your government, the federal government, and again, this is not an indictment on every person in government because there are a lot of people who really want to help their state and their towns and cities and their country, but your government leadership has totally 100% is in full-fledged weaponization mode against you as a citizen. They hate you. They hate your guts. They can't stand you. They're mad that you even exist. And they don't believe you will do anything to stop them. It is happening at the federal level. It is happening at the state level. And coming up here in just a little bit, we're about to give you an example of it happening at the local level because it happened to me last night. These people are thugs. They are bullies. They are dirtballs. And they. it is not a disagreement anymore, Casey. We have long moved past the point of just simple disagreements. They hate your existence. They hate your right to speak. They hate your right to be heard. It is us versus them. Wake up, people. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, 
and everything in between. You want to fight? <laughs> you want to get in the octagon with me? I thought the town council president was going to say that to me last night. Oh, there we go. He, before he... Here's he a pay-per-view w- event. Wimped out and made his... Uh, made the cops remove me from the meeting. <laughs> it's 947. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You know who does want to fight? Who? Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. This is for real. No, okay. I, I still refuse to believe that this is a real thing. They Okay, so they've been, <laughs> they've been fighting over their technology for years. And then Elon Musk said, hey, you want, you want a cage match? And Zuckerberg said, Name the location. Now, isn't Zuckerberg like into the Jews, do jujitsu? Jujitsu, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so you want to break it down. If they were, in fact, to get into the cage together yes. and have a fight, who would possibly win? We have this on WIBC.com right now, the side piece. Oh. We broke it down for you. So, the Zuck in a cage match, he is 5'7, he weighs 154 pounds. Okay. He's a skinny fellow. Yeah. Okay. He's he, sm- he is smaller than me. Yeah. He, uh, he has won medals in Brazilian jiu jitsu oh. tournaments. And he's recently done the Murph Challenge, which means you complete a mile run, you do 100 pull-ups, 200 press-ups, and 300 squats, and then you run another mile. He looks like a pretty, now he's not like a bodybuilder, but he looks like a pretty physically fit individual. Mm -hmm. And his diet is pretty good. He's pretty much a vegetarian. He likes grilled chicken and high-protein options. Yes. Okay. Then there's Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's 5'11". Yep. He weighs 178 pounds. Yeah, right. He wishes. He's a little larger, a little more robust, there's we'll say, no right? Way. Elon Musk might have weighed 178 pounds 20 years ago. There's you don't no, think that's correct? You've seen the photos of him uh, with his shirt off, Casey. Mm-hmm. If he's 5'11", <laughs> if you were 5'11 and 100 178 pounds, you would be a very skinny individual. There's no no way. He's easily over 200. He does have a personal trainer. Elon Musk does. When when is that person working? (laughs) He doesn't really like to work out a whole lot. He certainly doesn't like to run. He's not a fan of running, but he does lift weights occasionally on his own. He, as well, has introduced Brazilian jiu-jitsu to his children. Don't know if he's participating. He wants his kids to. His diet, not quite as good as the Zucks. He likes tasty treats like octopus, ice cream, Uh oatmeal biscuits, and donuts. Okay, so Dana White, he is the UFC guy, Mm -hmm. was on with TMZ, and he said they're totally serious about doing this fight. Can we be excited about this? Is there a possibility this is really going to happen? Well, just to, just to give some clarification. So what he said is Mark Zuckerberg responded with send me location, which is something that Habib Nurmagomedov says when people challenge him. So that, that was what send me location meant. And uh, I was talking to both Elon and uh, Mark last night. Both guys are absolutely dead serious about this. Now, wait, wait, wait. Can we, can, uh, I, you, you, tell us why you say that. Because they both said, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> they both want to do it. Mark Zuckerberg hit me up first and said, is he serious? And I said, I don't know. Let me ask him. I asked him and he said, yeah, I'm dead serious. You know, um, you know, obviously for, for this, and I agree with you, Harvey, this would be the biggest fight ever in the history of the world. Um, 
bigger than anything that's ever been done. It would break all pay-per-view records. These guys would raise, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars for charity. And, uh, you know, you don't have to be a fight fan to be interested in this fight. You, you Everybody would want to see it. So I think the previous biggest fight ever, and somebody's going to correct me who knows more about this if I'm wrong, is McGregor and Floyd Mayweather mm-hmm. when they did that kind of mixed. It was well, it was, it was a boxing match, even though McGregor's not a boxer. And the Mayweather Manny Pacquiao fight several years before that are the two biggest, I think, from a revenue pay per view whatever fights of all time. I don't know. Do you think people would even actually care? Yes. You think so? Absolutely. I want this to happen so badly. You know what? With everything that is going on and all of the gaffes that we hear on a daily basis from our president, this is kind of like escape. Let's have some fun. Let's see these two people. And it's almost like Zuckerberg would represent the left and Elon would represent the right. So it's almost like you could identify with each guy politically as well. Yeah. And see him throw down. But I mean, what are we doing here? If we're doing a match, because this was where in the McGregor Mayweather match, Mayweather was clearly going to win because Conor McGregor is not a boxer, right? <laughs> Conor McGregor was not, you know, in the same arena. He's a very talented guy. He's a great fighter, but he's not a boxer. If you're going to do jujitsu, mm-hmm. well, clearly Zuckerberg's going to win. Well, okay. Are so, we doing boxing? Are we doing fighting? What are we doing here? Well, it's mixed. It's like, what is it? Oh, M- we're doing M- MMA, M- MMA rules. MMA. Well, then Zuckerberg's going to win because he knows how to do all that stuff. Okay, well, we're saying here Zuckerberg has agility. He has endurance. He has some skill in the mixed martial arts. That might give him the upper hand. But then Musk has strength. He's a bit broader. He's got the extra height. It could pose a bit of a challenge to Zuckerberg, especially if Zuckerberg can't control the fight early on. I mean, think about this. All Elon Musk really has to do is lay on him. <laughs> I don't know. I think Zuckerberg could take him down. Yo, that's the point. The, the, can Zuckerberg take a hit, though? I, I think he's going to dance around him, and, you know, he's just going to, Elon's going to get tired and fall over. Yeah, those kicks are brutal, man. Those kicks hurt. And, and yeah, I... I I am worried about Elon Musk because I don't want to see Zuckerberg win. Uh, Casey, can we switch gears real quick? Sure. Uh, we have to talk about Joe Biden. He, again, is talking about building ocean train. train tracks over the ocean. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he's just changing the oceans and the places he's going to build. Mm-hmm. the. Uh, he's going to build the train. Um, it's almost like he's completely lost his mind and has no idea what he's talking about. Here is Biden yesterday saying he's going to build a train track over the water and we're going to play two clips back to back and see if you can spot the difference you know the it's like the thing in the newspaper can you find how these photos are different it's like the highlights magazine when you were little yes absolutely notice the difference here is yesterday moving ourselves into having railway to go all the way across the southern two-thirds from the atlantic ocean to the to the indian ocean in africa to be able to transport and do it cheaper and do it with less less how can i say it less carbon emissions okay okay so atlantic ocean to the indian ocean right we all heard that right correct okay all right now you would think if you were indeed going to build this supposed un, seemingly unbuildable train track over water. The ocean train. The ocean train. You would know which oceans you're going to build it over. <laughs> Let's play last week where he promised to do the same thing. 
But we're going to win and we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. Oh. We have plans to build in, 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 in Angola, oh. one of the largest solar plants in the world. I can go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. Okay, so did Casey, per the Highlights uh, magazine when we were a kid, can you spot the difference between those two statements of where he wants to to build the water train? I'm confused. Clearly, they're both going to the Indian Ocean. Yes. One is starting from the Pacific, but then one is starting from the Atlantic. Ah, yes, that was indeed the difference. Yes. Uh, and he would probably need to figure that one out because that's quite a bit of extra real estate he's going to have to cover if he picks one over the other. Yes, exactly. I still have no idea what he's talking about. but He doesn't either. Neither does he. He doesn't either, Casey. He has no... Casey, the President of the United States has absolutely no idea what he's doing, what he's talking about. He's just... He's not even regurgitating words at this point. He's just mumbling incoherent, random, delusional thoughts that no person in their right mind would possibly let escape from their lips, Casey. His people just have to be shaking their head. Oh, no. He said the wrong ocean. Well, we're going to have to do it again. This time, Joe, make sure you say the right ocean. All right, Casey. Yeah. When we come back. Yeah, what do you got? Last night. I know. What what is going on with you? I'm concerned well, for you. Should I be concerned? In adi- I was concerned last night. Well, in addition to my town, my little town Brownsburg being run by some of the dumbest people alive, mm-hmm. they've now lost their minds. <laughs> and I was removed by the unhinged council president because I had the audacity after he totally embarrassed himself and the town. How an item gets on the agenda. I was told curiosity is a good thing. The cops were involved. People were applauding. It was a wild night in Brownsburg. All right. We're going to get to Rob's special moment coming up on 93 WIBC. Good morning.